All right. Yesterday afternoon, we found out that comedian Norm MacDonald passed away from leukemia. Only his family knew. He didn't want it to influence your perception of him and get in the way of his sardonic humor. His brother Neil said some people got him, some people didn't, and the people that got him were fanatical about him. Uh, he was an original and authentic uh, comic, and, and late-night hosts absolutely loved him. He was on Letterman more than tw- two dozen times. Uh, Conan's last show, Norm Goes On, and I'm going to play a bit here f- from him on Conan's very last show. So he didn't, he was not going to continue on as the host of Late Night. And uh, he's reading from a card that he got Conan for his very first show. Congratulations, Conan, on finally securing your place as permanent host of The Tonight Show. (laughs) That's something they can never take away from you. It is perhaps the shrewdest programming decision ever made by the NBC Brain Trust. Sure, the pressure is on, but if I know you, Conan O'Brien, miserable failure is not an option. You are the new king of late night. Thank you Long so live the king. That's Norm MacDonald on Conan O'Brien's last Tonight Show. Mark Breslin joins the show now, founder and CEO of Yuck Yucks. Mark, thanks so much for sparing some time. And I want to uh, start off by offering my condolences to you and uh, and the fellow friends of Norm MacDonald. Well, thank you. I mean, he wasn't just a, a client uh, at one time. Uh, he was a friend. And um, I lost a friend. I think the world lost a genius. Do you remember the first time you met Norm? Because I've heard that uh, Norm actually performed. His first stand-up was at an Ottawa club. Um, I'm right. guessing it was probably one of your clubs in Ottawa, and uh, and it was on a dare. That's right. Um, and it's quite a story, actually. Um, it was on a dare, and uh, he went on. Uh, it's an amateur night. No one really does well their first amateur night. In fact, very few people do well their 10th amateur night. But he went on and absolutely killed for five minutes. And then he walked off the stage and he muttered at the manager, well, you won't see me doing that again. And the manager ran after him all the way down Spark Street saying, no, 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 you have to come back. You are that good. And he went, really? And he came back the next week and he came back the week after that. He killed both times. And we took him off amateur night and put him on the regular roster after only three weeks. And in the 45-year history of Yuck Yucks, that is the only time that that has ever happened. I believe it because I, I know some talented comedians. Some of them have gone on to do great things. Uh, and some of them uh, were along with me. Well, we would try and dial as soon as Yuck Yuck's number opened up to get on amateur night. Uh, so it, it is it, that is not expected at all to hear that he did not bomb uh, during um, the amateur nights at Yuck Yuck's. He was, I want to, I want to, that opening bit I played where Norm MacDonald is, you know, co- basically commiserating and, uh, with Conan O'Brien on losing the Tonight Show. Uh, I want to play, uh, something from uh, a show that I really admired and I think it's been canceled, Mark. It's called Lights Out with David Spade. And uh-huh. he had the guys on from SNL Weekend Update. He had, um, Norm MacDonald, Dennis Miller, and Kevin Nealon all on at the same time. And this is Dennis Miller talking about Norm's OJ jokes, which basically ended his career at SNL on Weekend Update. Have a listen. 
But I have to tell you, the true spirit of that weekend update is an outlaw uh, sort of mentality. And they told Norm, the guys who signed the checks, as high up as you can go at NBC, do not do any more OJ jokes. Yeah. He's my friend. Norm comes out the next week, completely blottos yeah. OJ. So I have to give you credit yeah, for right. that, Norm. But is that why you left the show? No, I must say, I, I now in this cancel culture and everything, I have to say, I no longer take that position with O.J. Simpson. He was found uh, not guilty by a jury of his peers. I accept that. I see him as the greatest rusher. In the, that's all he's guilty of to me, is the greatest rusher in the history of the NFL. Yep. Maybe I was the greatest rusher to judgment. <laughs> all that for that? Mark Breslin is on the show with us, founder and CEO of Yuck Yucks, friend of Norm MacDonald. Mark, I mean, that is the epitome of uh, a Norm MacDonald joke. All that for that? Yeah. I mean, when, when you get down to it, one of the things you want from a comedian is honesty. And um, when he gave those OJ jokes were so honest and so brief, you know, brevity is the soul of wit. And comics at that time during the O.J. trial um, had 20 minutes on on O.J. and 15 minutes on O.J. And all Norm had to do was skewer him with one line and it was would be a killer. You get the feeling that Norm was doing comedy for himself and his friends. Do you think that that's what drove Norm Macdonald's comedy? Well, don't know, because remember, he was a success. It's true that not everybody um, got him. But there were enough people to get him to make him feel like he was he wasn't wasting his time. I don't know if any comic wants to you know scream into the into the void and not hear anything back. He heard response back from from audiences and big audiences. I mean, he when he would tour, he would be doing large rooms. He wasn't he wasn't performing to twenty five people. So mm-hmm. um, you know, but you're touring to your fan base. You're touring to people that get you at that point, Mark. Yes, that's true. And there was enough of a fan base, I think, to make him feel confident to be able to do those kinds of jokes. I was reading in his uh, memoir, um, based on a true story, I believe is the title of the memoir, uh, in the final chapter, you know, that he felt that he was lucky. Do you think he was lucky? Well, um, you know, there are some amazing comics working today that you will never, ever hear of. Um, and it's just blind luck. Yes, you have to be in the right place at the right time, but you also have to have the talent and the expertise to be able to back it up. So, you know, both things are, are necessary. And yeah, a little bit of luck is not is not unwelcome. What's your favorite Norm MacDonald story? Because, I mean, I know that I'm not going to forget the story you told because I expected that his first night on stage, he would have bombed like every other comedian. Jerry Seinfeld bombed. Um, what is your favorite Norm Macdonald story? Well, um, I was in Aspen, Colorado at the Aspen Comedy Festival, probably 2002. And Norm was one of the featured performers there. And it was great because we hadn't seen each other in quite a while. And we spent a lot of time that week. And he said to me, look, you know, I'm doing an hour at um, the Wheeler Opera House, 1200 seats. And it's completely new, completely fresh. Um, and I'm worried because I haven't done any of it. And I said, well, you know, good luck, and um, I'm sure you're going to pull it off. And not only did he pull it off, I think he did one of the best hours of stand-up I've ever, ever seen. I'm not sure if this 
uh, is available on YouTube or, or something, but it was an entire hour based on one theme, which is very rare for a comedian to do. And the theme was fear. And it started off, remember, it's right after 9-11, with political fear. And then it moved to uh, the fear of our social fears. And then it moved to his fear of his own body. And then it moved to the last 15 minutes into his fear of his own death. And I thought, wow, that's a strange and nervy thing for a 40-year-old man to do. That's something that a 70-year-old comic might do. And um, I guess Norm was, was an old soul. And um, that's one of the secrets of his success and his connection to us. Did you suspect he was sick? No, no, I didn't. Uh, I know a lot. When, when I got, I, I got an order of Canada four years ago, and Norm reached out to me, and uh, we communicated back and forth for quite a while. And at no point, and he would have been sick at that point. And at no point did he say, "By the way, you know, I'm battling, um, I'm battling this disease." Not at all. Wow. Yeah, well, I, I know that, but there was some weight gain, some weight loss, some some people that suspect just by looking at him that he may not have been as well. Even when I was talking about that late night with the or the David Spade Lights Out with David Spade episode, and I don't know if you've seen it. It's a brilliant, a brilliant episode. These guys are just they love each other so much. They're gooning on each other. Mark, it is it, it just it epitomizes the camaraderie that stand up comedians uh, have and the love they have for each other. If you can seek it out. Uh, it's it's definitely worth a watch. But I think even well, he, when he sat down, he looked sore. Well, his face looked puffy. Um, but I just, uh, you know, we all age. And sure. I don't know. I don't know what um, what diet he was on at the time. And people lose weight, gain weight all the time. So in, a, in and of itself, I didn't think anything of it. No. How do you think he'll be remembered, Norm MacDonald? Well, um He's got a nice body of work for people to, you know, to look I at. I wish you would have stopped with he's got a nice body because it would have been so Norm MacDonald. But continue. If you want, I'll do that. <laughs> no, he's got he's got a nice body of work. Yeah, go ahead, Mark. He, says he has a nice body of work for future comics to, to um, mull over. And he's a very inspirational character in the way that he always went for the more sophisticated joke the more difficult joke, the nervier joke, the ballsier joke. And I think that comics in the future are going to be uh, inspired by that, to do that kind of thing themselves. Can they do that now with cancel culture? I mean, Jerry Seinfeld doesn't even want to play uh, at small clubs anymore. Well, you know, Jerry Seinfeld's a billionaire, and he mm -hmm. can certainly make that uh, decision on his own. It's not, nothing's going to hurt him. But, um, you know, I can tell you that in my clubs, um, it's still anything goes and, Amazing. uh, yeah, and it's completely uncensored. And I, I think this cancel culture works for certain places, but not for others. And the comedy clubs are always going to be the place that you go to hear, um, the unvarnished version, uh, of, of comedy. Of people's truths. Yes. So you've mentioned how he, Norm Macdonald will be remembered as far as comedy goes. Mark, I'm going to ask you a really personal question, and I think we've spoken maybe once before. How will you remember Norm MacDonald? I know it's personal, but how will you remember him? Well, I will always remember him as a as a guy who wasn't afraid to be eccentric and brilliant, and I think the guy's a genius, and I don't throw that 
word around very often. I always thought he was a genius and um, kind of um, uh, kind of a shy guy, um, not one of those comics who slaps you on the back. Uh, so uh, I will always remember him in that kind of dignified way. Uh, dignity is not something that a lot of comics have or want, but Norm managed to have gravitas and dignity and still be very much a trickster god. Mark, I want to thank you for your time. Danny tells me you were up to like 3.30 last night, and I bet you it was a lot later. So I don't even know if you've had a wink of sleep. I imagine you guys have been uh, waxing poetic, whether it be on the phone or texting about your friend Norm MacDonald and all the people in the comedy communities have been reaching out to each other. But I want to thank you for sparing some time just to put the life of Norm MacDonald and, and your experience with, with this uh, comedic great uh, you know, out there for our audience. Well, thanks. I, I, I appreciate the opportunity. I really do. Thanks so much for your generosity. Mark Breslin, founder and CEO of Yuck Yucks.